everyone, and welcome back to Put Me On Speaker Podcast with your host, Ellen Percy. We are here with Savannah Nunez, owner of Pretty Petite Boutique. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm very good. Thank you. I'm excited to be here today. Yes, thank you for uh, coming on and talking with me. I wanted to first ask you, have you always been interested in fashion? Um, so yes and no, like as a little girl, like I want to say in elementary to middle school, absolutely. Um, I used to love shopping at like Justice Limited to like all those really girly stores when I was younger. Um, but as I grew older into like my teen years, like I realized that, you know, the clothing didn't really fit me properly. So I became less like enthusiastic about shopping and like figuring out my style. And instead I kind of just like use my hair to express my style instead of clothing. Um, and then I got a little bit older. I opened up this boutique and now I was like, yes, I can get back into it now. Um, because now I have options to shop, uh, for a short woman. Yeah, no, that's super awesome. I think it is definitely a struggle when you are into fashion and then you're looking for all these cute things and to follow all these cute trends. And, and then you're like, wait, like none of this actually fits me like the the pants they fit my waist but they are two times the size of me (laughs) all the way yeah that's the worst feeling ever like going into the dressing room and then looking at yourself and you're like six and six extra inches of fabric that's the worst yeah and you're like oh this this could have been so cute if I was taller a little bit taller yeah yeah it's like a little bit more normal size but it's okay it's okay we're we're our own normal um okay and then what really led you to create the boutique itself okay I'm excited for this question um so it's weird because I had no idea that I was going to open up this business I actually went to school for something called UX UI design And that's basically where you create websites, mobile applications. It's very similar to like coding, um, except it's like the front face part of it, more about like how something looks. Um, And so I work in the tech industry and I don't know if you know this, but the tech industry is like male predominant, like a lot of men work in the industry. There's not a lot of women. Yeah. Um, And when I did this, I was super young. I was like 19 at the time. And I actually went to Paris and I taught it in Paris. Um, I graduated from my school, taught it in Paris. I came back and the school that teaches it, they hired me to teach it there as well. So I did that for like three months. um, And it was a really, really amazing experience. I was like, I love this. I'm going to do this forever because it was so fun to me. And I really genuinely loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, But I watched all of my students get hired. I helped them get jobs. And it was time for me to get a job, um, I feel like I just faced so much discrimination. I feel like people, there was literally a time where somebody asked me for my ID in the middle of an interview. They were like, are you old enough for this position? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I am. Oh um, so yeah. Like that's illegal to just it be is like. Definitely illegal, but I, <laughs> it's definitely illegal. Um, and there was even a situation where I had went to a interview, but over like the phone. And you can't really tell what I look like through a phone call. So when I went in and they had hired me and I met everybody, they called me back the next day and they were like, I'm so sorry. We don't need you for this position anymore. And I was like, wow, like, 
but the truth is, you know, like I'm four foot 11 and it doesn't matter what makeup I put on or if I dress professionally, I still look really young. And yeah. so in an industry with so many men that are, you know, in their fifties, it's really difficult trying to get your foot in the door and get people to bet on you, especially for a job that starts paying you at $50,000 a year. That's hard to do. So I think exactly. after that, yeah. After that, I was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to bet on myself. I want to empower other short women. Um, I actually went back into waitressing, which I hated. I hate waitressing. Um, but I did that for a while. And I was like, I cannot do this anymore. Because all my customers, they would joke with me and go, oh, are you old enough to get us our drinks? And I'm like, oh, I literally had like a whole breakdown. And I'm like, why does everybody associate like what I'm capable of doing with my age and my appearance? Um, and it kind of just reminded me like of why I couldn't get this job that I worked really hard at getting. Um, so I just, I decided that I was going to open up a boutique for short women to empower other short women so that they at least have clothes to wear when they go into an interview so they can look professional, feel confident and feel sexy and an adult. Um, so that's basically yeah. kind of what led me. It was kind of through my own personal failure that that's how I looked at it at the time. No, that's super awesome that you turned something that was an obstacle and you turned it into something amazing because you saw a need and a want for short women and you were able to create something that not a lot of people are thinking about. Not a lot of people even um, are are thinking of the perspective of a short woman because models are tall. Um, people who are um being photographed for the clothes that are in the stores they have long legs they're they're yeah. very lengthy and um and if not model height they're still probably five six five seven and even those clothes aren't going to fit or cater to people like you and me like I'm five foot and so you know five foot four eleven like who what brands are going to cater to that if anything you're going shopping and then you're you're cutting your pants or like doing, yeah. <laughs> doing like home remedies on your clothes because they don't fit and you're like I want this style like how do I how do I take this concept and make it work for my body and me and then you see people like Ariana Grande and I think I I feel like that would be one of her Mo like biggest insecurities because she's always wearing heels you know and I feel like a lot of the times us short women we have we almost feel like an obligation like we have to wear heels because that's what's gonna make us a normal height that's what's gonna make us um seem like an adult even though it's like no like we already are adults but yeah for anyone to take us seriously we have to be taller we have to look a certain way um which is so messed up and then it's that can be mentally damaging too because then it's like oh like I'm just not good enough like no matter what I do no matter my efforts no matter how hard I try no matter how smart I am or how many people I've trained or or my background in this like I'm just never gonna be good enough because I'm not tall enough which is yeah so no absolutely 
I'm so guilty of that too because even as a child like you know I told you guys I like to you know like dress up when I was younger I would always wear heels and my mom would be like this is not appropriate for elementary school middle school and I'm like yeah but like the wedges and the boots with the yeah. heels like it was appropriate so that's all I ever wore because I just wanted to be a little bit taller like everybody else but yeah, and that yeah. comes back to you know, when you go shopping and you're in the mirror and you look at yourself and you're like, I wish I was just a little bit taller. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's literally the worst. Yeah. You're like, just, just like three or four more inches. Like this could fit yeah. perfect. But right. But we have to embrace how we are now. Like, yeah. We're yeah. It doesn't matter. Exactly. And to have brands like what you've created to that embrace all body types and images and um that get to cater to the people who aren't normally catered to is something that's so special um and it makes short women feel like they're a part of something because they saw that someone understood the need that someone understood them and someone personally understood their struggles and what they go through on a day-to-day basis versus like with short women discrimination like it sounds so funny but it's but it's not because it really does happen and at the same time I I want to wear heels everywhere I go because I'm like oh like I feel better I feel confident because I'm at a normal height but then at the same time I love being cute but comfortable and so then I don't want to wear heels because I'm like my feet are gonna die after like an hour or two like I'm gonna be dead I'm gonna be ready to take these off like uh, then I'm not gonna have shoes at all so so um so yeah like being a part of something that you created is is something that goes beyond just having a boutique for short women oh yeah definitely this boutique is so personal for me like I I feel I feel like everything that happened to me in the past in terms of like trying to get that job and stuff it kind of like put fire in my soul it's like okay then watch what I'm gonna do by myself and I'm gonna do it on behalf of all the other short women so that they don't have to feel like they're less than or like they need to meet this idea of a standardized beautiful woman Mm -hmm. and also um when I was (laughs) dating um and if like I hadn't if it was like online I haven't met them before and then I'd go on the date and the the first thing every single time without a miss without a miss would be like oh I didn't realize you were so short and (laughs) I just I'm just like at that point I've heard it so many times I just am like "Mm mm-hmm (laughs) yes next topic (laughs) and and then but the funny thing is they (laughs) they really think that they're the first ones to ever say it to you you didn't know on your own you never know I never realized and apparently no one else on this planet earth did because they were the first ones to say it every (laughs) single new person and then and then after that I just be like "Mm -hmm." and then they'd see my reaction and be like oh do you get that a lot (laughs) <laughs> like, uh, like uh yeah thanks for asking <laughs> like it's not oh. 
it's not like I don't take it as an offense I'm not like oh my gosh like, right notice my height but it's just like annoying it's just like okay yeah, yeah haha like it's like if you had a funny name and everyone's like oh you get that one you know <laughs> and then <laughs> and then you're like uh yeah I do or like Ellen DeGeneres right like that's something easy to make fun of like oh the Ellen show Ellen DeGeneres or like Percy okay. Percy Jackson like you know and it's like uh so yeah. original <laughs> yeah I'm like wow that's a good one I never heard that before <laughs> no the worst one for me is like when someone when you meet someone and they're like close to your age and they're like you're so cute I thought you were like 14 I'm like ah. uh, yeah you're like no <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and then in work settings too yeah especially because I work in the tech industry and so like if there's any um events going on or whatever we're doing I'm like always in heels always like gotta make sure I have my heels on gotta make sure like I look like a normal height like I look like an actual adult that people are gonna take me seriously and then also it's almost like you have to be more careful about what you say and what you talk about and what words you're using because I mean not gonna lie sometimes I just, I just like to talk normal, you know, if I'm talking business, I will, and I can, and I can have those conversations, but I just like to be real and like genuine, yeah. yeah, just genuine, just like be me, whatever language, like I feel like using, um, but in those settings, you have to be super careful. And I feel like you have to almost use like elevated words to get your point across so that, so that um people are like oh wow like she's very educated and she um holds herself very well and she's you know a true woman versus like showing up without heels and then just being me and then yeah just someone coming up to me like "Mm, right (laughs) yeah well I feel like you know like the sad truth is that like whether we like it or not people do judge you based on how you look and it's just the stigma of being a short woman we already look young and so there's a lot of weight in the way that we carry ourselves so we do have to be really careful about how we speak to people and you know the way that we act around others because if we act childish they might be like uh, like yeah. that's gonna make it worse so I feel like there is a lot of pressure on short women when talking to other people because you have to hold yourself up because that's all that they can have to base off like yeah. how you are as and if you're older or younger so exactly that's the only thing they have. yeah that's the only yeah. thing they have to base off of is how you carry yourself because your height's not doing you justice and then it's funny because you'll take someone who's like 14 and for some reason they're six foot tall okay like for some reason that 14 year old is so tall and everyone is like oh they're in their 20s but it's just because of height and it's like they don't even look right. like they're in their 20s they're just so freaking tall yes that's so true <laughs> yeah so I'm like oh it's so unfair but but it is what it is and and you you learn to accept yourself and embrace yourself and um I think I've gotten a lot better at that over the years because because sometimes even going out I'm like I want to look cute but I also don't want to wear heels so I'll just wear like sandals or I'll just wear like some cute boots um 
and and just not worry about it or i'll just wear like my nikes and like a cute right. outfit, and then be like i'll just own it like yep like it is what it is i'm comfortable and and i even talked about this in uh, a confidence episode i had but as long as you're carrying yourself with confidence then everyone will believe that everyone will be like oh she clearly knows what she's doing she knows who she is she's confident in it and you just have to like prove that to yourself so that you believe it but also prove it to other people like yep i'm confident i don't care i'm this short. that's so true yeah yeah believe something on your own I feel like other people catch the vibe of it in the universe and they're like yes that's true about her yeah um yeah and that's a real thing 100% like whatever you're giving off people are gonna believe that so if you're like if you're like oh I look I'm I'm little and like I'm hopeless right people are gonna make fun of me then it's like yeah people are probably (laughs) you yeah yes and sometimes that's not avoidable no matter what you do but at least at least no one can take advantage of that if you own it that's true that's like what kevin hart does you ever see how he like makes fun of all like you know how short uh, he is yeah he also does it like he makes fun of himself so that other people can't do it because he's like yeah. i'm gonna laugh so exactly <laughs> if you do it and you own it before anyone else can then it's like oh it's not a big deal anymore yeah there's no punchline <laughs> there's no punchline yeah you, you stole it that's it <laughs> that's true yeah so I think that's that's awesome and that's just what you gotta do um and then and then talking about you know looking young is there is there any specific like work experiences um or, or just obstacles in general that you've had to overcome um being a short woman whether that's an obstacle that you've face in business whether that's an obstacle you face in like your everyday work I know you talked a little bit about it um but if there's any like you know specific challenges that you had to really face and overcome and and led you to who you are today yeah I mean um so going back to like you know having my dream job like being rejected from that constantly because of how I looked I think for like almost a year or two I had thought in my head I want to have this boutique for short women and I didn't move on it I just like had it sitting in my head and it was just an idea for such a long time and I think that in some way because that had happened I spent a lot of time doubting my own self and being like but can I actually do this like are people are there other short women that are going to really um identify with what I'm going through like is this like if like why hasn't somebody else already done this if it's something that can be done um I think I just have so many doubts in my mind um and I think it comes from the fact that a lot of people doubt me as a person because when they see me they think oh like little childs like I don't know why that's a thing but again it comes back to perception and it's almost like the opposite of what we were just talking about it's like if you believe something about me, I'm starting to believe it because that's what you think. Why do you think that? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how I, like, I had to really like understand that and spend a lot of time with myself and say, okay, I'm doing something wrong here. I'm believing what people think about me. I need to believe what I believe about myself and I need to yeah. make other people believe that about me. Yeah. And why so are I- they, why are they believing <laughs> that? And then, and then you question yourself. And so, and so then it, 
like affects you and you let it get in your head and then it ends up just being like okay you have to really sit with it like deep dive into it like why, yeah why does this affect me so much like what yeah. about this person saying that why is why am I allowing it to affect me so much and like believe right. them what they're saying right yeah I mean other than that though it's been good I will say like the basic stuff like it's really like working in a boutique right now I get lots of like heavy heavy boxes too and sometimes I have to put them on like the top shelf and I run this entire boutique alone so I don't have anyone helping me um so like I will literally grab a ladder and I'll have a 30 pound box and I'm like oh can I do this I don't want to do this um but I'll still I'll get it done and it's almost like it's a reward though because me pushing myself to do these things alone is kind of like forcing me to grow and be like I can do this like I just did that like you see that I put that box all the way up there (laughs) yeah and it really builds your confidence because when you do things that you even even just the box being like it's so heavy like it's like all the way up there I don't know how I'm gonna do that yeah it's intimidating yeah even the little things though just like help you build security within yourself and help you build confidence in yourself that like no matter what obstacles are going to come your way you're going to be able to face them and you're going to be able to um, conquer and overcome and um succeed in ways that you couldn't even expect to succeed in and it all starts and goes back to the little things right like putting that box up there or even just starting the business just making the llc or ordering the clothes or going to the store and you're like i just went to the store by myself like you know know, to for to shop for your boutique like even going or or i think i saw you take a trip somewhere sometime to go shopping for your boautique yes we went to California we go to we went there like three or four times and it's always so much fun love going to California yeah so then it's like it's like I booked that trip like I planned that I did that for my business you know and the more you do those things for yourself you're like yeah like I got this like I I'm content in myself and I can do this as a businesswoman and and as a business owner like I got this and then you just start building undeniable confidence within yourself that you can achieve greater and greater things because you did that absolutely absolutely having this boutique has like changed my perception of myself and it's helped me grow a lot in my personal life so everyone always says oh thank you for opening this boutique but I'm like no I'm thankful for opening this boutique because I needed this to grow as a person and I needed to challenge myself in this way and I needed to bet on myself so like as much as I do it for everyone else I also do it for myself too so it's definitely been like the coolest experience of something I've ever done yeah and it's so rewarding I'm sure knowing that you're helping other people but also you're helping yourself and you're helping yourself grow as a person and you know not only that but you have purpose and you have you you know what you're doing and you know your reason and you know your why um and just all of that coming together can definitely make you feel whole as a person and and put even more purpose and like value to you um personally to like in to yourself yeah 
No, I definitely remember my teen years and being like growing up and like, man, I wish there was a place for me to shop. And I always like had that. It was so sub subliminal. Like I never really gave it attention, but I always saw like how many other women are out there like thinking the same thing. And so like every time I think of like the boutique that I'm creating, I'm like, it's for us. Like we're, I'm doing this for us so that like people like me who are short and have experience and thought the same thoughts that I have in regards to being short can finally have a place to make them feel confident and beautiful. So it definitely is rewarding. Yeah. And you also don't know, you don't know how many people are wanting what <laughs> you want and, and are thinking what you're thinking. And it just takes one person to act on it. It takes one person to really do something about it because because even when people share videos on TikTok and they're like, I don't know if anyone's going to relate to this. And it's like the most relatable thing and it blows up and we're all like, oh my gosh, somebody finally said it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wait, you know, it's funny because when I first started out, I was like, um, you know what? There's probably a reason someone hasn't opened up a boutique for short women. And I'm like, maybe there's not that many people struggling with this or thinking about it as much as I am. But then when I finally opened it up and I started posting on TikTok, then I realized like there is a whole community, like there's millions of short women out there who experience the same thing. Like you go to the nail salon and you're at the massage chair and it's massaging your head because you're short and it's supposed to be massaging your shoulders. Yeah. Like oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hate that. Or at the nail salon and you don't even fit in the chairs. I'm like, I'm like, does anyone have a booster seat? Because I can't reach down there and sit in my chair at the same time. Yes. Like we, like, as a community, we all got, go through like the same issues. Like, you know, when you would get the kids movie ticket for free or you go to Denny's and they put down a kid's menu. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Or you go to the hair salon and they're like, could you sit up a little bit? And you're like, no, not really. Yeah. This is a like, no. <laughs> you got a phone oh. book anywhere? <laughs> yeah. So it definitely took me going to TikTok for validations. Like, because I definitely I thought like there's not that many people struggling with this and then I realized like there's so many women out there and they probably relate to everything I've ever felt about being a short woman even when it comes down to the insecurities or just you know looking at yourself and not feeling comfortable in the mirror when you try stuff on or you know wishing you were different than how you actually are so yeah, that's it. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, out there. yeah we all have those insecurities and it's so scary to almost be like the first one to start something or the first one to do something. Um, what, what are some of the challenges you've had to overcome with maybe people have, has anyone tried to stop you? Have has anyone came up to you and been like, this is such a bad idea. Like don't do it. Um, thoughts in your head. You know what? No, everybody that I've ever told, like, Hey, you know, I'm having, a, I'm starting a boutique for short women. They've always been like, Oh, that's so cool. I have a niece that's short and she can never find jeans. Like people have always been pretty encouraging okay. when I came up with the idea, but I will tell you this, like the hardest, like everyone, the thing that planted doubt in my mind was everyone asked, how are you going to get the product? How are you going to get clothes for short women? And I'm just sitting there like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was the biggest hurdle that I had to figure something out. And till this day, I'm still working on figuring it out. And um, I think like right now what I do is, you know, I go online, 
um, to these wholesale websites where all these boutiques get their clothing at. And I just spend like days, like I'll say, I'm going to take the next two weeks because I have to order clothes and go through the inseam of all of these styles and see what would fit for what height ranges that we have. Um, and basically I would just have to really carefully pick every single style that we purchase so that we know that, okay, this is going to be what works for short women. But ideally that's not what I intended for this boutique. What I really wanted to do was to have, because when I do it that way, I'm limited to only small, medium, and large for each style. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's not what I wanted. I want small, extra small, small, medium, large, extra large, all the way up to plus sizes. And then I want them to be available for every height range. Like right now, if you go on our website and you see like a jumpsuit like this, oh, my camera follow me. Um, if you see a jumpsuit like this, it'll say best fit for 411. And so this style would only work for a woman that's 4'11", but if a girl who is 5'2 wants it, it's going to come up short on her. So ideally, what I wanted to do was to have every style be available for every height range and every size. Like, I wanted to be completely inclusive with every style we offered, and I realized that that's the reason why nobody has a boutique like this, because it is extremely expensive to be able to offer inclusivity. It's not... Um, it's not something that's easy to do, but now we are working on manufacturing and we're kind of running away from the wholesale industry because yeah. I want to do that. And I'm, I'm ready. I'm like, I want to serve, like I want to have and sell exactly what I want available to everyone. That's amazing. So, I, I have complete faith in you. Like that is so awesome. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so excited for that. I have no doubt that you can do it, but also just any business, any business is going to have its challenges, even Absolutely. whether you expect it or not, whether you feel like, oh, I have everything planned or not. Even starting the podcast, I was like, I knew going into it, I was like, you know, I've never done this kind of stuff before. I, right. you know, that's, it's not in my comfort zone, but I was like, I'm just going to start. I'm just going to do it. Right. And I'm sure you were like, I just have to do it. Like, I just have to start at some point and you were just going to figure it out. And that's, that's such an entrepreneurial, oh my gosh, I can't speak, but mindset, <laughs> an entrepreneur mindset, that's, you know what, I had a really, really great friend, she is um, a mental health coach, and I'm so lucky to have her as a friend, because she literally will sit down, and like, I will talk about this stuff, and she'll be like, Savannah, what are you doing, don't worry about how you're gonna do it, just do it, and I'm like, you know, so I had this person speaking life and encouragement into me. And then like little by little, I learned and I was like, you're right. I don't have to know everything right now. I just have to get in the industry, learn about it, experience it. And then I'll come up with ideas later and I'll figure it out. You know? Exactly. Just start because especially with things like that, you don't know what the obstacles are going to be and you don't know how to run that kind of business until you're already in the industry you have to already be doing it and then from that point you can um oh I think we're okay we have like nine minutes left um just give me a little warning sorry um but um yeah so so you don't know what you're gonna face and to learn about the industry that you're wanting to go into you have to already be in it you have to start because you can't be like oh 
um, I think it's going to be like that. And I think it's going to be like this. And I think this is how you run a boutique. Um, and I've like done enough research on it. <laughs> research doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much research you do on something <laughs> like you have to have the experience to back it up. If you, if you've done yeah. all your research, great, fantastic. But if you don't have the experience, like the actual live real world experience to back it up, then, you know, you're never going to be able to succeed because you don't actually know the industry hands-on. You might know it from an outside perspective or, oh, for what, what I've read online or, oh, the statistics that I've read about right. these type of businesses. Okay, well, screw the statistics. Get them out the door because <laughs> yeah. that's not what we're working with. We're working with real live, like, business concepts, real live industries that are running and and it doesn't matter what I read online about it I just need to do it and get into it and get started no matter no matter how it starts even if you just have like one thing on your boutique you're like I was able to find this one style and I'm just gonna sell out of it until I'm like finding other styles to rack up on my website you know yeah how many items did you originally start with so the first time when I first opened up the boutique, um, I went to California and I maybe came back with like, I want to say 30 styles. I started with like 30 styles. Um, and I held on to them for like six months because I didn't know what I was doing the first six months. I was, like, <laughs> yeah. um, I was literally like running around the backyard making TikToks and I'm like, this is so silly. Like, <laughs> and you know, when, when you have any validation like from social media or anything and you're like not sure I'm just sitting there like what the heck am I yeah. doing <laughs> um but eventually like I had a few videos do way better than I thought it was and it was always relatable content it was always about it was never about the boutique it was more like hey if you struggle with this I have clothes that fit you and people yeah. would relate to and eventually I was just like okay I understand now like this is how I get to my audience. We talk about things that are relatable, short girl problems, just things that we all understand together. And then I went from 30 pieces to like a hundred. And right now I must have like, we've sold out of a lot of stuff. So I'm very, very grateful, which is why I'm ordering now. Man I'm manufacturing now. So okay. next time each style is going to be like 300 pieces because people keep telling me you're selling out. I want my styles and my sizes available. So but now I think we have like close to 150 styles and I stuff everything in my living room. <laughs> I'm waiting Is to get where. Yeah, no, I have like the cubicles, like the oh, little cubes. So okay. Put everything in there. Um, but I'm doing everything from my home and um, we're hoping to like get into a space. We had a storage unit for a while because I moved. So for six months, I had to drive an hour to pack people's orders every day. And that was chaotic, but I did it anyways. Wow. wow. That's commitment right there. That's a true, <laughs> was. a true business owner. You do what you got to do. <laughs> Yeah, and that was when like the gas was at its all time high, and I was oh. like, "This is the end of me." <laughs> yeah, you're like, "Oh, this could be the the end of me," but yeah. you did it, and you're succeeding, and you're and you pushed through it, and that was probably an obstacle too, being like, "I have to, to drive." Yeah hour to yeah. do this like yes on oh, an hour one way girl I had to drive yeah, an hour yeah, back yeah. Two. <laughs> two hours yeah no it's crazy uh, but 
but like at the end of the day like once you when you have a business like you do what you have to do like you you go to the extremes because at the end of the day what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it and so yes if you're willing to put the work in and you're willing to put the effort and you're willing to do it and stay consistent and pack those orders then you know um blessings are gonna gonna are gonna come in tenfold to that yeah yeah no that's really awesome and then um to kind of wrap this up I've, I've loved our conversation um do you have any advice to people who want to start their own businesses or um you know are struggling overcoming certain obstacles that they've been facing what do you have to say for that I'm gonna say bet on yourself it doesn't matter whether your friends or your family believe in you or if you believe in yourself like you need to really really sit down with yourself and ask yourself you know why are you doing it is it just for money because if it's just for money then maybe don't do it um and you need to make sure that it's something that's going to add purpose and value to your life because when you wake up every morning and you have something that you're excited to do that gives you purpose and value and excitement and it's just you know it's a great thing having a business and it's rewarding because you know it starts off with an idea and then you get to go through this whole process of seeing something just start as an idea and then suddenly you've got you know 100,000 customers and you're like yeah. how did that happen actually creating like revenue for yourself you created a whole job for yourself and you're able to live off of that and not only that but as you grow you'll start to see that you can hire other people you can change other people's lives um and if it's something that makes an impact for a lot of other people you're going to feel so great about yourself and I guess the biggest thing I'm going to say is just do it like you said don't worry about how or like all the steps that are involved to just every day take a step towards it. Like start with an idea, have a game plan and walk walk towards it. That's all you need to do. Yes. I love that. (laughs) Take it one step at a time. Like even if you don't know what you're doing, because you're probably not going to know what you're doing and you're probably, no, not at all. Yeah. And you're probably going to be terrified. So at least like just take one. What is the next best step for you? Just take the next best step leading you towards your goal and like you said to really have a purpose with what you're doing because if you're doing something to make money you're probably not enjoying it or not passionate about it and then at the end of the day if you're not passionate about something like how is it supposed to succeed because passion comes from a part of you and if a part of you isn't in you know if a part of you isn't in that business idea or what you want to create then you're going to end up losing it because it it wasn't for you or meant for you anyways at the end of the day yeah you need to love what you're doing you're you're I always say my business is a reflection of my heart and who I am as a person so I feel like I get to put everything that I have into it and I get to be proud of it even now like to my packaging like I look at my packaging and I'm like this is something that my aunt told me when I was younger and I'm proud that like I've we've done like a thousand orders I'm proud that a thousand people have seen you know, our packaging and a little piece of me and my business in it. That's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I love that. Um, are you talking about like your packaging, like your, yourself, your height? No, your no. So on my real packaging. So <laughs> the, like the packages that like, okay, so when you make an order, it comes uh, to the packaging. Yeah. The things come in small packages. 
And that's like I love it. Okay, that's what she's okay, okay. I was like, wait. (laughs) No, I love yeah. No, I I love your packaging. I think it's so cute. Every time like I order and I see it, I'm like, oh, it's so cute. Like like, (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Uh no, I love it. Um, okay, and then before we run out of time, where can we find you? Um, on social media or website whatever it is where can we find you okay so on our website we are www.prettypetiteboutique.com on instagram pretty petite boutique was taken so we are pretty.petite.boutique and then on tiktok just regular pretty petite boutique awesome thank you so much and i'm so glad i hope of course i hope everyone gets a chance to listen to this um you can listen to it on apple Podcasts or spotify right now still working on getting it on other platforms so that's where you can hear it right now and thank you for listening and thank you savannah you're welcome bye thank you so much bye everyone happy monday